Hi everyone, my name is Project Gill and welcome to the AWARE panel. As you don't know, the AWARE panel is going to talk about loads of issues that we face in today's society and things that our guest wants to bring up. And now, we turn into a podcast. If you didn't know before, we were running off Instagram lives every Thursday at 3pm. But now, we turned into a podcast. So, you can hear this every Thursdays and episodes will come out every Thursday at 3pm. So, stay tuned. You see guys, this is the last episode of the season. So, thank you everyone for listening to the season so far. And the 25 guests that have came on to this first season. I really appreciate you all and talking about subjects that we need to bring awareness about. Season 2 will be coming out on the first week of January. So keep your eyes out on our social media on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. Today we have Mara Gaffer, who is a business psychology postgraduate and aspiring coach. She is passionate about maintaining mental health well-being and intends to help break down the stigma revolving around seeking help for mental health illnesses. She is particularly keen on raising awareness for mental health through the perspective of culture. With an increase in globalization blurring the lines between the Eastern and the Western culture, this episode was really interesting and is a good one to close off with. First episode being mental health and the last episode being mental health. So let's just get on with the episode guys. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Aware Panel. Today we have Mary Gaffer who's going to talk about how culture and mental health can be in- interlinked, especially with today's globalisation. So do you want to introduce yourself in a bit more detail? Um, hi, Patrick. Um, so my name is Mary Gaffer. And I am a business psychologist oh, based in Dubai. And I'm also working towards becoming a coach. And I also uh, write for a German magazine called Artel, where I focus on mental health issues or things such as job applications and things like that. But my passion is you know, to bring awareness to the different aspects of mental health and ranging from stigma or, you know, how it affects within the profession itself. Thank you for the introduction. So my first question to you, why have you decided to go for that passion? Why did you decide to speak about this topic today? Right. So I come from a very non-Western background. So when I first like you know when I first joined my undergraduate degree in psychology and over the course of doing my undergrad as well as my postgrad I used to hear so many throwaway comments like saying okay um you know if you're studying psychology so you you, you, you're going to be crazy yourself so so I started realizing that it's kind of a very a pattern that exists that is kind of like it's prevalent within the society and no one just thinks about questioning it at all so I thought, you know, maybe it's time to like raise awareness and that's where we can start so that, you know, they understand it better. Yeah, like totally, because um, some people don't really see like how culture and mental health can interlink because I know in my own culture, mental health is not talked about a lot. Like if you're facing mental health issues, you just need to brush it off or like don't act such a cow don't act vulnerable you need to act strong and and mental health isn't really talked about so i love how you're like raising awareness for this because it needs to be talked about for sure definitely particularly i used to be more you know very keen on just mental health and mental health stigma like very in the very generic sense because you know that's where we first start off like we say okay stigma exists in the general population 
but the minute I started doing my postgraduate in business psychology and it was more to do with you know the profession itself within organizations or thing like a group of officials I started seeing like I had to shift my focus from just mental health to mental health professionals and that's when I started like noticing disparities in cultures because mental health is based on predominantly western values and schools of thought so i started realizing that okay we're either overgeneralizing it across the world or when people do migrate given globalization and you know they come from different cultures and when they do seek mental health services in a different country like do the mental health professionals understand their background or do they just you know have an assumption that okay one size fits all yeah like that's definitely true because in different organizations they may take mental health like a bit differently as you saw from your postgraduate like how they treat people as well and that's with culture as well because people come from different cultures and backgrounds and businesses businesses need to see like how that has an effect on their mental health so yeah so my second question is so you talked about your own culture how you grow up grew up with that kind of thing do you want to explain that in a bit more detail yeah so in my household or in like within my family it was kind of relatively you know a half and half where in like the people within the immediate family were kind of more open towards psychology with my mom having done psychology in her undergrad and things like that so but you know when i look beyond my family and i look within the society I start realizing that okay there are some very retrograde preconceived notions that you know like if someone behaves just quite differently like if someone st- seems to be talking to themselves people just tend to look at them in a very different manner like or you, like parents would just pull their child away from that person and be like just stay away from that person and you know that there is an assumption like we don't open ourselves up to offer help so i think that you know there there's a stigma that you know people who are different from in who are different in the way they behave should be you know just avoided rather than you know probably embrace it yeah like i faced that on my own because i suffer from like anxiety depression and ptsd and i see that within my own culture like i try to open it up to someone in my family but i get brushed off instead of like obviously getting embraced and talking about it so i think what you're looking at at the moment from your own culture is that like you get brushed off easily they don't talk about mental health and it's a bit difficult really when you really want to open yourself up than like seeing that you're crazy or you need to go to a mental hospital or something like that it's crazy to think so yeah so my next question is Do you think there's a difference of culture in terms of mental health between the west and the east side of the world like the west side and the east side? Oh definitely. Firstly the the difference would be the fact that you know speaking up about mental health or being open about it you know so like given that in the western world it's kind of where psychology is very prevalent in the western world and it's kind of like encouraged to talk about your mental health regardless of whether you have any particular diagnoses but you know just to you know talk about it so that you know you you overcome any kind of blocks that you might feel like you know that may affect your well-being but in whereas if you see in the non-western cultures sometimes 
more often than not they're like like they're not explicitly encouraged to talk about what they feel or how they should you know how they can overcome or if if they will receive the help if they put forward their problem so i think that would be the first problem first difference between the western and eastern world yeah definitely like as i know because obviously i'm from england is the west side and mental health is really brought more awareness than ever like there's like different services you can go to like i attend counseling right now but i know there's different services out there in the uk but maybe for you in dubai it may not be that easy to get any help like just to talk to someone and if you do you have to like trust someone so much that they won't brush you off yeah so i think i came across while i was doing my dissertation i focused on how uh, mental health professionals could deal with stigma if any if regarding mental health issues um but the one common theme that i got from professionals working within dubai was that you know even regardless of whether the individual is the only person coming in for the therapy um the family usually tends to make sure that you know it's kind of very kept quiet like it's not something that's available for public knowledge so i like there is a lot of shame that is involved in like um seeking for help and i think that like one of the major ways to approach this issue would be to like say okay you know what it's okay no one's going to like look down on you if you say i need help so that would be one of the primary steps towards like bettering mental health services in the non-western world that's interesting like you did a whole dissertation about it that's really crazy so like in your dissertation like did you see like the differences between the eastern and the western culture and how what was your conclusion when you started to research about that so what i would like what i found was it wasn't that different in the sense that you know like because it was all from the clinician's perspective so the clinicians always would say that you know that we're there for the individuals but what they what i did find was most of the time either the client who comes in would prefer their treatment to be like very covert or if the client is let's say with like in their teens or in their early adulthood their family prefers to have like some control of it over it saying okay no we're going to keep it very quiet so ultimately it's kind of like that assumption that people are going to be judged because you're seeking help for something for sure for sure like it's like it's there is a difference but as you said there's not much of a difference for sure yeah as you saw for yourself and Yeah so like at the moment I just I'm just really cu- curious about this what kind of uh, mental health services are available in your country by the way so we have um, I think we have we like it ranges from psychiatrists to coaches to psychologists so we have a range of services available and I think even the government is like you know they they try to work towards uh, promoting mental health and I think there's a part of the government that is kind of you know Uh, they have dedicated to um well-being it's called i think the happiness uh, project so it's they're all, all they're always working towards you know making mental health a priority for everyone but at the end of the day it's kind of like you know what the society in, on the whole thinks about it as well so like we have the services available but at the same time there might be like certain individuals who feel still 
that there's the shame attached to it. Yeah, that's crazy because, like, as you really said, like, there are mental health services around, but they're not advertised as much as they are on the West Side. Like, even for the starting to, it's not, like, at the same level, like, as... Like, for example, if someone from America started to talk about mental health, the whole country will start to talk about it. There's awareness there. But for you in Dubai, it's just like if a service is there, not many people will go to it because they will feel like it's stigmatized that it's like, oh, God, I think I'm like crazy or something like that. Yeah. So I think that like there has to be more awareness raised within the general population. But I feel the problem it's also comes in that in terms of you know translating the concept of mental health to in a way that's understood easily or in a way that it's easily um, accepted or digested by a non-Western cohort. For example, like just taking an example of you know when you get a questionnaire. And if you're going to change it into a different language, you have to like see most of the time you won't actually get the exact word that replicates the word in English. And so you'd get a very loosely based questionnaire that relates to the main inventory. But at the end of the day, kind of like some things are lost in translation. So I feel like, again, there's more of a culture barricade, not in the sense that people are resistant to it, but they're not getting the right kind of resources or awareness put in front of them. Yeah, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. So do you think that like more people are, for example, harming themselves because they think they're not getting any mental health services these days? Like, do you think there's a difference between that doing and between cultures? Personally, I would say... Yes, but I would say in the sense that, you know, either like, for example, in some certain cases in, in a non-Western culture, you doing something such as um, self-harming would be kind of like, you know, would probably have an additional layer of shame because, you know, you, you're like, if it comes out again, what will the society think of me? And I think it'll be kind of like instead of letting it out, they'll kind of just box it in until they finally reach a breaking point when it's either too severe for them to you know seek help or when they do seek help it will be just you know an extensive process and it would take longer than it should that's definitely true like i understand where you're coming from from that like it can be a bit of a stigma but sometimes it just happens to some people like they think that they're not in the right sense of mind sometimes and they do need that support for sure like i totally sympathize for some people facing that right now who may think oh they don't gain enough support or they may gain support but they don't get it i think it's kind of like you know in a very collectivist culture like where everyone is kind of interdependent on the other although you know that's the nature of that culture um there's always that kind of like very poor um communication regarding very um discomforting topics so if something causes you discomfort they try to tend to avoid it so although the every there is there are people to support you the likelihood of that translating into communication is very limited because again it causes discomfort and we tend to avoid that yeah i think the topic the sense of discomfort and all of that i think because some people are not comfortable to speak up about what they're facing for example i think that's the same with the western culture too because i know there are some people who will feel so discomfort to like either open up to the slightest issues they're having so i think that's universal in that sense do you think that 
Yes, in the sense that, you know, like there are people who kind of, I mean, it's human nature to avoid something that discomforts you and just like stay in your comfort zone and just, you know, avoid anything that might otherwise disturb that comfort. Um, but in the sense of seeking, like when they do reach the point of communication, the, the tendency of like, you know, the support system say, saying, okay, seek the appropriate services differs between cultures because um again the cultural values affect the way we perceive the nature of the problem so in the western world you're more likely to say okay seek mental health services whereas in the like in certain cultures other cultures you may say it as okay maybe you've um got the evil eye or they might take a very spiritual or religious approach to it which is not wrong and you know it's just like you know they have other avenues that they might consider first before they go to say okay this is a mental health uh, issue which has to have like you know appropriate services yeah that's that's it for sure like I get you there because it's the same here because sometimes I feel discomforting to open some things up but at the same time I do open up it's not like I completely shut myself off it's just sometimes you don't want to say certain things because you want to keep that into yourself yeah and it's again I think it's at the end of the day how that particular individual is raised within their immediate family or within that particular society they live in and how how much open communication is encouraged that at the end of the day affects the way they approach a given situation yeah that's definitely for sure so my next question is do you think like the whole thing about mental health and the culture do you think it's affecting like individuals within their own culture for example if you're in a I don't know, maybe I, I can't think, a Thai family, do you, for example, it's just an example, do you think that individual is, like, facing more mental health problems than you think than a British family, for example? You can use your own experience if you want as well. I, I personally, I don't have any experience that, you know, I can tr- translate into, but, um, like, when I was doing my research for my dissertation, I came across, like, within cultures, when you have, like, let's say, an American, within the American population, you, you're, they're all broken down into, like, different ethnicities, and that itself changes, like, the way they're diagnosed. So I wouldn't say in the sense that, you know, um, a per- like, a per- person from a Thai family will be more likely to suffer from mental health than a person from a British family, but I would say that their cultural experiences are so different that, you know, some behaviors are accepted within the Thai family that, you know, within the, like, within the Thai society, no one would bat an eye. But then if you go to a different Western culture, you might, you know, say, okay, maybe that behavior is weird. And like I said earlier, where, you know, when something deviates from the norm, so when a behavior deviates from the norm, like, the majority tend to just, you know, avoid that person or like isolate that person instead of trying to understand them or their background or like, so I think that is a key aspect. Yeah, that's interesting actually. Like, you, because in, maybe in the West country, there's so many ethnicities, like the city I'm living in is so diverse, it's called the most diverse city in the UK because we have a range of cultures and backgrounds and even religion sometimes and 
it it can be different for sure because you see that in schools like i i know that in my secondary school more brown people were trying to go into counseling than white people and but i know in another school they took in more black people than white people or white people more than black people so there is a difference between culture especially within schools as well because these children these teenagers they're going through like a lot with their mental health and sometimes their parents may, may be like oh just brush it off like it's no big deal yeah and it's funny you say that because like there have because you know miss the minute you bring in a culture like within the context of mental health there is certain cases where a, a few that lead to misdiagnoses and it doesn't just happen to adults but to children as well and so like um it has been reported that um children of an african american descent are more likely to be um diagnosed with an attachment disorder rather than their caucasian counterparts but then it could not just be, it could simply be due to the way they're raised where you know like it's a much more uh different environment in the house so we have to like take all those things into account before we can you know say this is actually the case crazy that's crazy that is a true study like that's crazy to think that like they may be more into it, more attachment issues that's crazy to think like that i can't wrap that around my head for sure i'm sorry um but yeah no the thing is um it's ex- like again you would think okay it's just a misdiagnosis so you know it won't be a big deal but then again at the end of the day the stigma with mental health is so big that like for example if you see someone if you say someone's uh, schizophrenic in remission and then another one who's a cancer patient in remission the person who's um a cancer patient in remission is more celebrated than the schizophrenic in remission uh, that that person is probably like going to receive a lot of more side glances and you know just a lot that person will face a lot more distrust or isolation than someone else who has like overcome something a physical ailment yeah for sure for sure so i've got my last question because we're wrapping up now so my last question is what advice would you give to anyone who's facing mental health in different cultures and how do you think they could open up even more if they can't i would say firstly just educate yourself like regardless of whether or not you're uh, thinking that you know you're going through a mental health issue but but at the same time not to do those um google thing like where you know you'd just google your symptoms and label yourself but probably talk to your um school counselor if you're in school if or someone else who who you think you know can ha- listen to you just before you even go officially like for sometimes you all you need is probably just to have like a nice long de-stressing sh- chat with someone else so that you know because most of the time stressors are like your primary cause of decline in mental health well-being but if that keeps persisting i would say either go to your like closest gp or you know your a psychiatrist just to you know ask about 
what are like the things I should be looking out for so that more than you know just to say I have this instead of saying that it just to make yourself aware of what should what you should do for yourself or someone who is like someone within your family or friend or within your social group that you may say okay I can help you yeah so thank you so much for coming on thank you for that advice that's really interesting so there you go guys the last episode of this season and well done to everyone who's contributed so far into this podcast we're coming out with season two in the first week of january next year so till then subscribe to our apple podcast and spotify and keep up to trend and see who's going to come in season two so bye everyone Thank you everyone for watching today's episode. If you liked it, put a 5 star review on Apple Podcasts and make sure you subscribe and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We would love to hear feedback from you so make sure you do that. Also spread the word about the Aware panel because this is such a platform where people could just talk about anything and we would encourage everyone who listens to this podcast to be listening to us. See you guys later. Bye.